Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the Everton Daily Extra. It is the month of January. Therefore, we are live every day because we're hoping that transfers are coming into the football club. Massive emphasis on hope there. And massive emphasis on in. And in. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, you know. Um, there is one today, though, and it is the uh, Sasha Talavieri, or however you say his name. His accuracy, I'll be honest, isn't great. His accuracy was like Neil Mopai shooting for Everton, yeah. not Brentford. It, no. He's a lot more accurate for Brentford. He's got a nice goal at the weekend. Yeah. Um, it's not great with the transfer stuff, yeah. to be fair. But he has said that Everton and Arsenal are locked in mm. talks over Amadou Onana. Yeah. I've seen people saying things like, yeah, 60 million. I think... That's an absolute joke yeah. if you're talking 150 million for Casido. Mm. Who's a good player, don't get me wrong. He's not double Onana, not a chance. Uh, I'd be looking for 80 or 90 million if you're going to sell him in January. I think Everton shouldn't accept less than 75 million pounds mm. for him at any time. Um, this month, it needs yeah. an extra 10, 12. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I don't think Arsenal. What do you think? I don't think Arsenal have got the money. I don't. Either. John Cross has said that they haven't got the money. Yeah. So uh, with FFP and mm-hmm. also, well, uh, Arteta said they're gonna. Yeah. The and also, they need a centre forward. And if the last three weeks hasn't proved they need a centre forward, they've literally just thrown then them. They're idiots, then they're Yeah. Why would you go after the centre midfielder when mm-hmm. you've got when you've already got Rice? Um, don't get me wrong. They might have had talks. Mm. They might have. They did like him in the summer. Yeah. I know that. Obviously, even with with Declan yeah. Rice, they, they but, were very interested. But it's money, isn't but it? it? But but it would be. I mean, from Everton's point of view, number one, it would be horrendous to sell on Onana. Whether people like him or they don't like him, and if you don't like him, I'm a bit worried about how you watch football. Mm. I know he has his moments, and I know he missed the penalty and all that. But the lad is head and shoulders better than. Most, if not all, centre midfielders outside the top six. Mm. He he. The other night I watched them just just play in his slippers against Crystal Palace. I love things like this. Barry Sinclair, eighty to ninety million, and Snoop Dogg being in the studio. How much did Casido go for? Mm. How much did Labia go for? Is, I think Snoop Dogg lives in yours, mate. Is, if you don't think he's he that is much. head and shoulders better than than as I said, most centre midfielders outside the top mm. six. He he will go up levels when he moves if when he moves because he will move when he moves because yeah, he'll yeah, go he'll to a top better. club yeah. and suddenly with better players you you'll see another level of his game let less almost almost like less responsibility can play higher up the pitch mm. can dictate higher up the pitch playing with better players playing with better players um, I think Everton to sell him it would be a disgrace because it is that level of. It is that level that will get Everton away from the bottom three, in my opinion. Mm. Having that extra level of player in there like him. And if Everton would sell him, they'd be... Well, it would show if they did have to sell him how bad the situation is. And if Everton have to sell him in the same month that we're being taken over, then that would show that 777 haven't got a bean to the name, essentially. Mm. Because why would you sell otherwise? Why would you say Everton would have to be so incredibly in debt, which we know they are already, but if straight away you're coming in, you're taking over the club and you've got to sell up, 
one of your best plays at a time when it doesn't actually suit you. In the summer, after the Euros, mm. that's when it suits Everton because that's when they'll get the maximum price for them. I, and I know everyone will go, well, it's January, you'll get bigger. No, no, because people look at us and think they can have us off. Yeah. And well, it is. It's when you see comments from like Barry Sinclair. 80 to 90 million. I mean, he obviously doesn't watch football a lot. This lad is an incredibly talented footballer. Do we always see it? No, because he's still a little bit hot and cold Mm. because he's young and he will do stupid things like the the penalty. But he's incredibly talented. The reason why I'm saying that figure is because the the market's dictated by everybody else who goes. You can't go. Casido went for 115 million. But Onana's only worth 50. What I mean, what universe is that in? Is it because Liverpool were interested in if, if Onana played for Liverpool, people would be talking about him as 100 million. If he played for Brighton, if people would be for talking Brighton, about him. say 100 million. million. It starts for, it is, he starts for it one is of the dramatic. best countries in the world. Hmm? Whether, you know, you, you agree, or Belgium are one of the top clubs in countries in the world. Uh, and he starts for them in the same position. Don't get me wrong, guy. I mean, I like, I really like Onana, but he is infuriating at times because you see him. Like walk through games like against Wolves, I think he was tired or <laughs> some of his passing was horrific. But then other games, he's absolutely outstanding. And you think if you put better players around him as well, he'd be he'd be incredible. I think he's or, twenty two years of age. Yeah. He's twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two, and he's already played in three different countries. Do you know what I mean? He's twenty two. There's so much more that's going to come from this lad, mm. and. Why, I mean, I don't why believe. Do we do, why do we do this though? Why do we do this as a fan base? We, we've done this before with other players. When, when, like, we there's almost like this inner thing where it's like you know they're gonna go, so you start disliking them. Oh, oh, yeah. He's gonna go, so oh, he's, oh, he's not that good actually. Oh, they're gonna pay that much for mm. him. We did it with John Stones. We did exactly the same thing. We, people did it with Romelu Lukaku. Ah, they're going to pay that much for them. Ah, they don't know what they're getting. It's like, yeah, I know what they're getting. They're getting world-class players. You know, and it'll be mm. probably be the same with Brantwaite. Ah, I've just seen there, Real Madrid, I'm monitoring him. Love I hope they are monitoring him, because yeah. I'd love him to go to Real Madrid. Mm. Yes, 150 million, thank you very yeah, much. Playing with Mbappe. But why do we do this? This kid is head and shoulders better than what we've had in centre midfield. In team, and he and he will develop. He will develop. As I said, I watched them the other night. And I was things thinking, you've got two, three gears you could go up here. Oh, yeah. And 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 if that's that's the thing, that's the next thing for him. And we've seen that already at the beginning of the season. People are like, oh, I'm not sure about him. Last season, don't know what he's got. This season, I was watching him going. You can see then he's got something. And then Sean Dice just sort of put him back in his proper position and he settled in there and the next minute you look at him mm. going, God, he's this kid's the real deal. Yeah. You know, look, I'm looking like two yellow cards. Like, that's how it, you can tell. He doesn't run it. He's not rash. He doesn't jump in. He'll add more goals to his game mm. as he plays with better players and people mm. can fill in his position. This lad is a top-class player and ugh, the idea that he could go for like 60 million is to me mad. Mad, I don't think that. I don't no, I don't. That's serious. Insane. That's serious. Anyone who watches football would know that he, he'd be worth way more than sixty million. Look at his, like just this physicality. Mm. Big lad puts himself about, but like there doesn't get, doesn't jump in, doesn't give away, like doesn't get stupid buckings. Knows when to put the slide and tackle in. He's a, he's a, you know, and he will be mentioned. Arsenal will be the first of many. 
Key Beast says, mad as a fan base, we have people who write off the likes of Onana, but the same people moaned about letting 24-year-old Nathan Broadhead leave because he didn't get a chance. It is that. We've got other ones, like Steve East says, people don't rate Onana, but Lord James Garner. Just think about that for a second. I like James Garner. I know who's got the biggest ceiling. That's all I'll say, and that isn't having a go at... That's not having a go at James Garner, because I think James Garner's done really well this season. I do really like him, but I think Onana has got the potential to play at a, a top Champions League club. I'm not convinced James Garner has. I hope he, listen, I hope James Garner develops and you go, wow, let's go. He's, how incredible is James Garner gone? Because we will all be buzzing if that is the case. But there is a thing, I mean, I don't know. Just like Barry, for instance, I don't know if Barry, who Barry supports. It can't be Eden, mm. so I don't know who supports, and that's fine. But then you you see that, don't you? It's almost like play people of fans of other clubs go like, you can't be worth that much money because he like, plays listen, for you. I suppose it's like, and 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 I'll hold my hands up here. The first few times I watched Declan Rice, and I was like. I don't see it. I, me- I remember when yeah. we beat them 4-1 in the League Cup and I watched them, I was like, I don't see it. But West Ham fans see him all the time and they see the big, they'd seen the big moments with him, what he brought and he will have off games and the next minute and then maybe not the next time but a couple of times later on, maybe a year later, I'm looking and I'm going, yeah, they, that's the play. Well, they yeah, when, they were mo- when they were Lord and Declan Rice early on, he was nowhere near ready. I seen people like Andre Gomez school him. I seen Tom Davis school him. When we beat them two 0 at home, when when Sigurdsson scored that thing, Tom Davis had them all over the yeah. place. It was he, he couldn't get near them, and I was like, "What are they going on about?" But yeah. then when they came to Goodison and won one nil and Ogbonna scored, yeah. he was brilliant. Yeah. And from then his level just went boom because he just found the level. That four one in the League Cup, he played centre back and he was a joke. He was all over the place. But when he went in and dropped in, and now you see him, and you go, incredible. And you watch him, and people were going a hundred million for him, and I'm thinking. He is boss, but a hundred million's a lot of money. That might be what other fans are doing now at home, aren't But you're only worth what the market is and what yeah. someone's willing to pay for you. Casido has overinflated the whole market. And Lavia. Lavia sixty-two million pounds a year after going for fifteen million. I watched them for Southampton, he was okay. Sixty so what four times what did you pay yeah. for him? It's embarrassing. Because so don't that's what people that's what people want. People want a centre midfield, a sitting centre midfielder. Who's who's got good passing range? Who's who can get about the pitch? Mm. Onana ticks all the boxes, but that's what I'm saying. You can't say yeah. Lavi is worth sixty-two no, million, no. but Onana's worth fifty to yeah. sixty. What I mean, what planet are you on yeah. when you're saying that? So that's why I'm saying his money goes up. If they if Lavi had gone for twenty-five million and Casado for seventy-five million, then I might have gone hmm, sixty, sixty-five maybe. Do I think Onana's got more potential than Casado? Yeah, because the size of him. Mm. And I've seen Casado. He's a good player, but I didn't get that whole thing where Liverpool were flapping over him. I know they want someone to sit, and fair enough, he does that. But the times I've seen him for Chelsea this season, I just, it just doesn't impress me at all. But yeah, he did look good for Brighton. No, he was excellent for Brighton. But don't forget, this is a he was a fella who Everton were going to get for five million quid. Mm. You know, Everton United were very were in tune but didn't want to push the button on them and Brighton didn't they got the benefits of it the market's overly inflated so I don't see how you can go well Onana's only this but these two kids are, are my it's just it doesn't make any sense and that's what you have to look at 
Um, I don't think there's a chance Evan selling this this month. To be honest with you, I really don't. Um, it'd have to be it'd have to be for like a hundred million pound. And Everton go well. It's a crazy bid. We've got no, you know, and we can get X, Y, and Z. I just don't see any way he leaves this month. And like we said, Arsenal, Arsenal wouldn't need. They don't need if they if they've come up with a centre midfielder as their issue, then I will be replacing the whole of their recruitment team and the manager. Yeah. If that's what they think is their problem, when any man and a dog and a woman and a kid and whatever an alien can see that they haven't got a centre forward to call their own. That's Arsenal's issue. They can't put the ball in the net. It's got nothing to do with the midfield. They could have been 6 0 up against Liverpool at half time yesterday. They destroyed them. And yet, second half, Liverpool got into it and then with a the better team, deserved to win in the end. But if you can't take your chances against West Ham, what was it, 31 attempts at goals to three or something and got beat 2 0? You know, they had that Fulham. They had lots of chances of Fulham to put the game to bed. Fulham stuck at it and deserved to win in the end. They needed a centre forward for a while. You know, Gabriel Jesus, I know he wasn't playing yesterday. He's a good player, but he's a, he's not someone you rely on. Mm. He was always better for City off the left when they had other players. Saka, there's loads of weight on Saka's shoulders, loads of pressure on him. Mm. Martinelli is, plays wide, he's all right. Niketia, he's okay. But is he a, is, is a top-level centre-forward where... You need them to come up with the goods at that time. And Ketia would be like great at say Everton, where he's like you you're not relying on him every week to to turn games, but he will get goals. Mm. Arsenal need someone who can be at the very top of their game all the time and win them points. You know what I mean? And and like Liverpool didn't have their main their chief doer of that in mm. most salary was playing for Egypt yesterday and yet they still had enough to win the game. But Liverpool have a few of those players who they can rely on, but Salah's the one they go to more often than not, isn't he? His record's phenomenal. Arsenal don't have that player. Man City now are starting to get back in the groove. We saw Kevin De Bruyne come on yesterday and, and wasn't on the pitch that long and had an assist. You know, back off the bench and created a goal. They've got Haaland who will do that for them. Arsenal have got that big hole in the middle that's missing. A centre mid isn't, for me anyway... Arsenal fans might tell us different, but for me, isn't their chief problem. No. It's a centre-forward from what I've seen. and It's someone who not only gets them the goals, but leads the line for them. And mm-hmm. and that's where I think if they've got any pot of money, that's where they should, well, for me, that's mm-hmm. where they should be spending it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, I don't. I just don't see Onana going um, this month, to be honest with you. I'd just, I'd just be massively surprised mm. if... You know, LCCMD7 says that Onana makes football look easy. And to be honest, he's performed at around 50% of his ability like Berbatov did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> it is mad, isn't it? It is mad. Um, Gavin said just worried where the Onana money would go if he was sold. It would go into a black hole called debt. That's where it'd go. Sadly. I just don't see him going. To be honest, I think he'll go in the summer. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think he will go in the summer. And like you said, after the Euros and Everton will get hopefully get maximum. Hopefully he'll do well in the Euros and we'll get maximum amount of money we could. Um and get that. And then we take it from there, don't we? We he moves on. Big money and we mm-hmm. reinvest. And hopefully you've done all the, the planning. 
Yeah. And everything. Sell so on your terms. Price. We're going, we're going with that. We're going with that one. Uh, one player who has been linked with Everton, I knew. I mean, we heard this last week, didn't we? Is uh, Hannibal Medry mm. on loan from Manchester United. Him and um, obviously Everton and Sevilla is in, um, are in talk with United for him. It's up to him where he wants to go, obviously. He's yeah. going to get the call, but he's a player who's made five appearances this season for Manchester United, scored one goal. Yeah, he played for Birmingham last season. Played 30-odd. Yeah, there's his stuff on the screen here. This is just from this season. Five appearances, one start, uh, an XC of 0.03, has one goal. And that's an XA of 0.4, is that? 4.8, 0.48. Um, he's only 20 years of age. He's obviously... Energetic. Um, I, I I spoke to a couple of people about him yesterday. Who he'd, he'd appeared in the championship, obviously with Birmingham. Um, a little bit raw was what I was told, but quite energetic. Not a game changer, but I don't think Everton are getting game changers this month mm. on loan. But he's a player who can play a couple of positions in midfield, including, I guess, off the striker. If you if you're looking for energy in there, but isn't Sean Dyche right now just looking for viable options off the bench? And Everton don't have loads of options in midfield. Obviously, Garner Gay is is going to yeah. the Afcon, so right now our midfielders own Arna Garner, Andre Gomez. There are three choices, and then obviously Abdullah Decore because he plays in that split striker role. So we've literally got three choices for midfield. So someone like Hannibal. If he comes in, it, it come in for a, a lowish outlay and it's only a loan to get us through to the end of the season. It seems sensible to me to go after something like this. Yeah. I think there was obviously, there's probably better players, maybe, but what do you think? And he's hard, he is a hard working no, player as well, I believe. Again, it's, it's, it's one to add to the squad and maybe that will facilitate Andre Gomez leaving. Um, mm, in, possibly, you know, yeah. going to Portugal, get those, get the uh, the wages off the books, and mm. so that maybe that'll facilitate that. And yeah, it's a no brainer to get another one in for me, um, especially with the cut the core situation and 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 just adding to the squad. And he's a young player. He, what does he play? What did he play five times? He played five for United this um, year, but obviously played thirty. I think he played thirty-eight for Birmingham last season in the yeah. championship. So, so it makes yeah, it's a me. It makes that's the kind of deal that Everton should be doing. Um, as I said, if he's not going to play for Man United, he might as well be given a chance to play for Everton. And if it can be done, get it done then. And as I said, if if got if it means Gomez leaves and we get those wages gone, then that's that's a, a, an extra bonus. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I think, I think Everton have got the opportunity to get someone who will come in at a bit of energy. Quite clearly, like I said before, we haven't got massive additions anyway in midfield to make. I know Jensen Metcalf has, has made it. <coughs> she's made onto the bench of late. You know that Everton. You know Sean Dyche is looking at a couple of those younger players as well to have in the squad but someone I think who has played in the championship and played a lot of games will always be given priority I think over someone like a Jensen Metcalf who's only played 21's football and obviously Hannibal is at 
Manchester United. Um, you know, Ten Hag's give him a little bit of a go. You know, as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. With we'll see whether he can we can get him in. Obviously, Sevilla want him. For him, if he's looking at the Premier League and that he wants to make it at Manchester United, he'd be better off coming and trying to play for Everton yeah. rather than getting off to Spain, playing for Sevilla. So. It is an interesting one, isn't mm. it? Steve Drake, but you love four loans yeah. in the season. So, regardless of what happens with Dan Jume at Everton, could still have, even if they got Hannah Blink, would still have room for another loan as well this month. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I, I think it makes sense, personally, but I don't know. It's two domestic, two international. I don't know what it is. It, they changed it because yeah. it used to be two domestic and eight inter- or six international loans. But it's gone. It's changed to four loans. Can't have two off the same team. Um, It was on the Premier League. It's on the Premier League website, but it's, it is. When you read it, you're like, mm. so we can get this player and that player in. So it, it is up to four loans. Yeah. So I imagine that Everton can still get another one. Well, he can still get another one after this. And I'll just have a double check yeah. on it because it, it was, it only ever used to be two yeah. domestic loans. No, it just, it, it makes, so. it does make sense that that's a deal that you think, well, yeah, just get, just, if there's no one else you're interested in, then get it done before somebody else does. Obviously, if there are other people they, they think they could maybe get and that takes up the space, then that might be an issue. But, you know, if they, if they like the look of them and you think they can add something to the squad, mo- most importantly, then and the squad is threadbare. Um, just a guy and a guy going to the going to the Afcon. Then um, let's get another body in and let's just just add to it rather than taking away. Yeah, it it is a bit. It's a bit of a. We need to boost this squad. It's if Everton could keep their best eleven. It's like anybody mm-hmm. could keep their or best 12 or 13. Say, no one has a best 11, do they? But you know what I mean? If they keep the players fit, they'd be fine. But we've seen lately, you know, we had three right backs, and, and like people were saying on this show, that do we let Patterson go on loan? And the next minute, he was mm-hmm. our only right back. And then we've had, we've seen the Corey go out injured and how much that's affected the, the team. We've seen the Drisagana Gay get injured. So all of a sudden, you know, Andre Gomez came in from nowhere, didn't he? And I was having to play against Stark games of football, so you have to you have to boost um, you have to boost it that squad as much as you can, and it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because how do you do it? How do you do it otherwise? We haven't got money to go yeah. out and spend to bring players in. Otherwise, you have to take a gamble on one of your younger players, and are any of them ready? Well, you don't know, and it's as I guess it's a sink or swim moment but that sink or swim moment the other day for a for a younger player would have been in the Palace Cup game and mm. none of them played yeah. which might be an indication you know Palace give one of their young players a, a game didn't he the Franker he played on mm. the right hand side he played and they had a couple on the bench so it's, it, it is a tough one I think that to me makes a lot of sense um, if we could get him yeah. then get him in I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd take him for yeah. now. No, I would. I would. Um, 
because otherwise, what are we doing? We're just sitting here hoping that hoping that players don't get injured anymore. Mm. But like I say, Garner's gone off to the AFCON. He might be there till early February. Or he mightn't be available to yeah. Everton till early February. You know, applied the core, is back in training and fingers crossed he doesn't have any kind of reaction. Whether we like it or not, Delhi was going to be an option, certainly mm-hmm. for a few games. Everton could play him in another six games so they had to pay for him, but he's going to be out, it looks, till early March, it seems. I mean, it might be a bit quicker than that, but that's how it seems, doesn't it? The rumours are there. Mm. So he's not an option right now. So straight away, you know, Ashley Young, yet yeah, when he's fit, he, he can play full-back or, or wide. Fine. So that'll free someone up in the middle or give someone give us an option off the bench but it still centrally mm. you know Gomez there's a lot you know there is interest from Portugal there's interest from Turkey I think it's was it Trabzonspor the other day were very interested in taking Gomez and obviously Saudi Arabia and for him he might want to sort his future out and one of those clubs might be prepared to say yeah well we'll take him and obviously we, we give you a two or three year contract whereas if you stay at Everton you know, or one of those clubs might go, yeah, we'll give you the loan with a view to, a, you know, a permanent or whatever. So he might want to go out the door. And then Everton will be left with two midfielders, Onana and Garner. So again, that, that negates the... the That negates the um, selling Onana stuff, doesn't it? Because then you'd be left with one. And if it gets down to that, then it really is... You are in big trouble. And obviously, if you've got one player, that's absolutely crazy. Uh, Stephen Lee on the super chat. Uh, nice one, Steve says. Yeah, all right, lads, only just come on, sorry. Uh, don't know whether you've covered this, but with Arsenal in for Onana, what's his valuation? We did cover it in great extent at the start, Steve. Um, I don't think it can be anything less than 75, 80 million, Steve, and that's set by what other players have gone for. Lavia, 62 million. Casado, 115 million. Those kind of players... Um, Onana is a hot young thing 22 defensive midfield player can play other positions of course 6 foot 5 mobile good tackler will only get better and he's obviously got 18 months playing in the Premier League under his belt now as well he's a full international with Belgium he starts in their side it's got to be at least 80 million in today's market if not more so that's that's the kind of whether people agree with that, that's up to them. But if you're looking at what other players go for and that's all you can do. Um so we'll see. We will see. You see, in the loans, right? Mm. People are saying you can only have two at one time. Well then Everton wouldn't be able to yeah. get Hannibal on loan then, would he? Or they'd have to send Dan Juma back. No, it's definitely four. It's four loans, but I don't know. This is what I'm saying. It's two domestic and two international. It used to be, like I said, two domestic and four international Mm -hmm. or something. Or six international players, whatever. But the Premier League rules, when you look at this is what it says. Premier League may not register more than two loan players at any time. The maximum number of loans registrable is four. And under no circumstance shall more than one be from the same club. I knew that one anyway. Premier League clubs cannot loan to another club a player that they've acquired in the same transfer window. So you can't buy and just send them out again. A Premier League club may loan 
not more than one of its goalkeepers to another Premier League club. So they're saying, so if it was two, then we'd have to get rid of one. So then we couldn't get Hannibal, could we? Because mm. we've got Jack Harrison on loan. So it's all a little bit... And again, that makes no sense either. Them rules. They made more sense when you could get European loans in. Two and two made more sense. Two from abroad, two from home. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, moving on, Alan Myers come out yesterday and said that uh, Triple Seven have now put 150 million into the club mm. um, for ongoing costs and for stadium, obviously the stadium uh, construction work quite clearly um, Sherry's way out of it now isn't he? he's not interested right now so therefore what's the What's your thoughts? Because that money's gone in additionally. He also said the the announcement is due any day from the Premier League. Mm. Um, again, we I think we said this last week, didn't we? Hang on, just before we go on. Hang on. I'm sure you... This isn't Tony Flanagan. I'm sure you two have slagged on Armour off for his performances recently and hasn't turned up yet again. Tony, I think you need to clear your ears out, mate. I got so much stick last week for defending Onana so I don't know uh, uh, you must have been watching a different show mate you are and also you are allowed to criticise someone's performance hmm. it doesn't mean you dislike them You might, I've I've criticised Onana for not giving enough of what I think is there that's what I've criticised hmm, him of course but on, on certainly on Thursday night I basically said he was playing with his slippers on yeah. and he was the best player on the pitch I think, I, I think you'll find um after the Fulham game, when people would want never want them to put an Everton shirt on again because of that penalty. Sell them. I'd said, you've been playing fantastic. I mean, you got a bit of stick for it because people were like, no, they weren't. He wasn't. He wasn't playing well. He's been excellent. He's had games when he hasn't played well. He had a couple of games over Christmas. Wolves, he didn't play very well in. Man City, he seemed to get injured and, and like deteriorated in the game. He wanted to come off and the manager wouldn't let him. So... Um, other than that, I've said for we, we both have said it's not just one or the other. We both said he's brilliant. So I don't know. It is that funny when people come on. You said that. Mm. I think you'll find as well. I've had stick for saying that Michalenko's a good defender. I've said Peds had different opinions at times, but I, I've always said since he come in, he's a one v one. He's very good defensively. He was terrible going forward. That's just a fact. His numbers will tell you that. Has he improved? In fact, we both said he's been our player of the season this season, Michalenko, because he's improved going the other way. Dwight McNeil, in the first half of last season, wasn't playing like a Premier League footballer, was he? I still wouldn't have signed Dwight McNeil. I'd say that right now. Everton needed direct, quick footballers in wide areas. Mm. In the first half of last season, he was so slow under Lampard and ponderous. We wasted a big bit of the budget. Then, when Dyche come in, McNeil was brilliant in the second half of the season. Yeah. Has he been brilliant this season? No. He's been okay. He's also been dealing with, obviously, really terrible stuff for his um, his his, well, is she his girlfriend or whatever you want to say. He's not his wife yet, is he? His partner, whatever, however you want to call it. She's had a terrible time, so his head 
undoubtedly has been in other places. So when you do this every day and you're making assessments and you're watching, you're giving your opinion on those players at that time. It's as simple as that. This is the problem. You see that it's easy for people who, who don't do stuff like this to have a comment and then say something else and say something else and say something else. We do it every day. Therefore, mm-hmm. things change, mm-hmm. don't they? And we'll always say what, what is going on at the time. That's just a fact. That's a fact. So there you go. Um, Gavin Low, people don't like don't like him, and that's just the way it is. Um, he's up and down. Oh, no, no, he is, but the potential is there. If you can't see the potential... I don't know. That's up to that's up to them, isn't it? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Of course they are. I just think Amadou Onana's got a big ceiling. Can he be better? Hundred percent, he can be better because he should be scoring more goals. I think he should have scored a Palace the other night when Tarkovsky headed it back. He jumped too high and headed it too high, but he, he should have at least hit the target. Mm. He should be defo contributing more goals just because of the sheer size of him, but. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them, won't we? Michelenko's been brilliant, hasn't he? Yeah. This season. And hopefully he gets better and better and better. Dwight McNeil, I hope, is he's on I hope his um, girlfriend's on the up now with her health and everything and he comes back. I hope this ankle injury isn't bad. We haven't heard anything else yet. Um but hopefully he'll be back. But let's uh, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um Rod Ross says you are allowed to change your opinions from time to time I used to love my wife before the divorce it's <laughs> there you yeah. go I mean that's the biggest example of it isn't it definitely that is the biggest example um, let's have a look at so yeah triple seven sorry yeah um, we are expecting to hear this week whether it'll deal get it I think what we need is closure on the whole thing yeah, I think we just need if it, if they're gonna fail it, then fail them then. Yeah, you know, and if they if they're gonna pass it, then pass them so we can actually get on with the yeah. and think of moving forward because we we are in limbo. We're in a we're in limbo with this ten points nonsense, mm. and we're in limbo with this ownership. We how can how can we plan properly? It's okay them advising Everton going well. We want this to happen and we want this to happen. But if the Premier you League are gonna turn now, yeah, and go no, you're not then. No, they can't make decisions, and again, more money gone into the club, and you know the general sense I'm I'm seeing is people are starting to get worried about the debt, about the amount of debt we're paying. Um, when does that become unsustainable? You know, I've seen figures <clears throat> as high as a hundred million being having to paid a year in debt. I can't, that can't increase, and I don't know whether seven 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 coming in improves that. Um, because obviously we've built a stadium where we didn't have to finance and we've took loans out, which are the 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 interest on them is just ridiculously high. They're not mm. they're not they're not they're almost like you might as well have walked into a high street bank mm. and just asked for the money. And I think that's the problem. I think that's the scary thing. It's it is unsustainable. Um so we need something to happen because we need you know whether it's seven seven seven, and I'm, I'm not their biggest fan. I must admit, I'm not their biggest fan at all. The the whole model scares me. 
Um, but we need someone to come in and start making decisions and start making decisions in the club because, quite frankly, um, Mr. Mashiri, Bill Kenwright, Denise Barrett-Baxendale have destroyed this club mm. in the last in the last eight years. They've absolutely destroyed it. Mm. You know, to the point where the point where when the, there was a modest debt when Mashiri came no, in, was, yeah. there was a modest debt. Was it twenty million or something? It and, was. and it's it, it it's it's exploded. And I know we will get a stadium for that. I appreciate that. We will get a stadium for that, but and that's great. And but there will be there will be pain for for the foreseeable future. And it's not a case of saying, "Well, that'll, that'll be sorted out," unless someone comes in and really restructures the finance. Mm. Well, they're gone off there, aren't they? Over, and we get, you know, the, and it's all put into the stadium and it's all for like over 30 years. Yeah. We're going to face major issues for a very long time. Yeah. For a very long time. It's not, this isn't short term. This isn't a simple case of, mm. we'll sort that out. These people clearly don't have the type of money to write off that kind of, to get that kind of debt. And they wouldn't anyway. Mm. They'll just try and cut cut it down within the club. So we do need someone to come in and start making those decisions. If Everton are bloated internally, mid middle management, that kind of thing. Or we've been we've just got far too many people employed in different areas because we've been far too many far too sentimental to people, which let's be honest, that's what Everton a football club have done for far too long. That's basically the you know that's basically what uh what Bill Kenwright w was, um, this whole thing was sentimentality, and Mishiri didn't help that just because he didn't know how to run a football club. And so we need, we need, we need a direction. We need a CEO. We need people in the club who are going to run it properly, and that has to start ASAP because we're just <coughs> drifting at the moment. And we, mm. you know, we talk about this in terms of the ten points deduction and. Um, making decisions. Obviously, Kevin Felwell's making transfer decisions. You've got Sean Dyche making man the, as the manager. But who else is making those real decisions? Who's pushing us along? Who's pushing us in a direction for the um, the appeal? You know, it this needs to be sorted out, and the mm. sooner the better. Whether it's sorted out that mm. we are bought and and we whatever happens happens, or or we're up for sale, we're back on the market, and someone else comes in, it has to be sorted out ASAP. Yeah, because we are just drifting along, and it's the longer it drifts, mm. the worse it's going to be. Really, isn't it? Um, because when you look at Evans' net spend over the last five years. It shouldn't be. We shouldn't be in as much financial difficulty as we are. We spent twenty-seven million net spend in mm. five seasons. You've got Manchester United up at like seven hundred million and and things like that. Newcastle have four. You know, Newcastle have only been spent the money for eighteen months, two years, mm. and they've spent four hundred and twelve million net spend already. Yeah, but the problem is though, and they are two different things because debt, real real debt, is not the same as. FFP debt is it? No, no. So, so real debt is what get what puts you in administration. Well, we're in we're in that because of the stadium. No, I know, but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. The yeah. two different things. Mm. Real debt is the kind of debt that gets you put you in administration. Mm. FFP debt is a completely different thing. That's not real because yeah. it's well, it isn't real. It's is it? 
it's obviously the debt you 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 can only be what is it 115 over three years mm, 105 yeah, 105 sorry so that's that's not that's a different kind that's mm. that's that's to match someone's rules which Man, I said that a billion in debt 1.1 billion yeah but the, but the, but but as I say because they get because they get because of the way FFP works that's mm, not that and fine, because yeah. of the way Chelsea works that's not necessarily the same thing so yeah. it is that it is that that real debt that we have to be worried about that mm. real um because ultimately, if it isn't sorted out, Everton will not be able to pay the debts. No. And if they can't pay the debts, they'll go into administration. And then we'll, you know, they'll have a, that'll be nine points. And no one wants to see that. And none of the none of the, none of the uh, creditors want to see that. Of course they don't. Mm. You know, anyone who's got their, anyone who's got, who, who is owed money to it by Everton doesn't want to see that happen. No. So that's going to, obviously... And that's where things like the MSP deal were obviously stopped, because yeah, the people, yeah, yeah, yeah. the people who who already uh, were owed money by Everton said, "No, we we this isn't going to help us. It's just you gave, getting money and giving too much, um, giving too many shares away. So that 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 all causes issues amongst the club. Who's who's making decisions? Who's not making decisions? Who can make decisions? And as I said, we need to at least get to a point where we're owned by a fo- by someone who um, who who is going to take us in a direction. Well, at the moment, there only seems to be one one party at the table wanting to do mm, it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, keeping yeah. the club running, so we mm-hmm. have to we have to just whatever we need a we we need a finality on this this decision. Mm-hmm. We need because, like you said, we've. It isn't like we've got a, a strong board in place and we're waiting to be bought out. We haven't got any, have we? We've got an interim CEO. We've got people just, you know, Mishiri's a board member, but he's not interested almost. Mm. His mate's a board member just because they needed someone else, Spellman. Yeah. You know, and there's the odd other one just dotted on to make mm. sure that legally we tick all the boxes. So it is a bit of a mess. We need someone to come in, restructure it, look at how we can start saving money so that we can spend money mm-hmm. creating some cash as in you know cash that's ready to spend rather than Everton might be able to be run but you still need the cash up mm-hmm. front whereas that you know that's where we are so then that stuff needs all sort now because we shouldn't be in the mess we're in because we have been certainly from the playing perspective we have been cutting our cloth accordingly for a good few years now but obviously building a stadium no, no. costs a lot of money and, mm. and Everton really when you look back and it's easier being wise after the event they should have just got a loan for the stadium costs and he'd never be in the position they were in now and obviously Farad Mishiri thought it was better to fund it himself and then get a loan for a smaller amount later on down the line but obviously that's backfired and mm. we are you know in typical Everton fashion it's gone the other way you know other clubs might have had a the rubber degree and it goes their way. The way we are at the minute, everything's yeah. kicking us in the bollocks, isn't it? James McKenna said, "Let's face it," and John has said that on business with Blaine, someone's got to be sold to balance the books again while everything else goes into trying to fund the ground. It's life as an Everton fan; we'll just get on with it like we always do. 
Steepy says if O'Nana does leave, he would be your choice to replace him. Mine would be either Kefren Soram, uh, Maritis Kjagard, or Asanu Adraugo. All have three to be uh, the potential to be resold for big money. I do like Kjagard, I must admit. Um, Torum was linked with Liverpool, wasn't he, last summer? Other two mentions would be Gorna Dort, but we should have bought him when he was in France, and Manu Kone. Certainly wouldn't be McTomney. Well, McTomney's a good player, but he's not a replacement for Onana, is he? He's a different player. Um, Pat says I'd rather we didn't sell Onana, as it means we instantly have to replace him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill says disaster selling him this window, except if he goes in the summer, we can get a good fee and a better replacement but would leave us short with no Ghana. We'd have to bring two or three players and there's no guarantee they'd be effective. Can only understand if we are desperate for cash to avoid administration. But there's no there's no mention that that is what's happening, is there? So, uh, David says, uh, Morning, gents, just weighing in on the Onana talk. I really don't want to sell him right now. He's starting to make the midfield tick, and surely if we had to sell it, be for 75 million plus. I don't know how much we still owe Leal for him, and I'm not sure if there was a sell on fee. Anything less than 50 million in our pocket for a player with so much potential would be a massive loss. Also, Happy New Year, lads. Happy New Year to you. Uh, Rob thinks if they give us 50 million plus Smith Row. We'll do business with them. Um, James Wallen says, Esk mentioned in his podcast over the weekend, Pickford wasn't played in the cup to keep his value high. Don't think that's true. Why? If he, like, I don't think teams are asked about cup side plays in FA Cups anymore. Years ago, it used to be a thing. I don't think now they care less. And who'd come in for him? Who needs a goalkeeper in the top? Six. There's no one, is there really? If you went through it, so I don't think that's correct. I think another goalie might have been played to boost his value. That's what I think. Um, Derek says, does 150 million investment mean we could purchase this window? No, the 150 million investment has been what they've put in to keep the club afloat um, and to keep the the stadium on track. Mark says class act Onana will go far. Try keeping him till the summer because I doubt there's a replacement knocking around in Jan. Bill Cummings wouldn't accept anything less than 80 million. Mark says uh, Jordan Henderson's available. Wants to come back, don't he? Yeah, he'll do. Uh, Steve Guy says, I suppose we have to accept where we are given our finances, but it pisses me off the likes of Arsenal can come and take the pick of our players. Well, (coughs) they haven't yet, have they? And they'd have to pay. Like I said, 80 million or whatever. So, um, Derek says if it's right, Arsenal and Barca want him, get him, get in, tell them the deal. It has to be done now, not 10 o'clock on the 31st. Freeze up us alone and possibly cheapest replacement. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know whether Arsenal, like I said before, John Cross had said he's very well connected at Arsenal. And if he's saying that, he doesn't think they've got the money or they're not coming in for that, then that's probably an accurate thing. Uh, Adam Gainford says, this is a caveat at the bottom of the loan. Uh, rules saying the above does not apply to teams not based in the UK. It's all a bit. Yeah. It's all I still a think it's two, two and two. Yeah, let's just say it's that. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. <laughs> um, it is all a bit, man. Um... Rod Ross says 100 million for him. 
fair enough. Um, come on, you blue says um, Forest instead of Chelsea and City are facing FFP. Means that the uh, Super League is protective barrier for the big six. Touch us and we'll pull out. It is a bit mad, isn't it? That just because, say, like, just say Forest have got one charge and Everton had one charge mm. that they get done. Chelsea have openly admitted that they've broke them rules. Yeah, it's not like but they they've admitted it and they've already paid a fine to UEFA, and yet the Premier League are not touching them at the moment. And City have decided when they're going to allow the Premier League to mm. uh, have it out with them in a couple of years. Why the hell... Why the hell are we? Are we? St- and and Forrest? Stupid. Because we are just gone. No, mate. Yeah. We don't even recognise what you're saying. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. You're, chat- you're chatting nonsense. Just don't pick up the phone. Yeah. Um, Sophie says Mark Goldberg says if we get a deal done for Hannibal then United have first pick on of course they do yeah Brent doesn't know his arse no. from his elbow yeah, but he did also he did say the other day Arsenal in crisis as they haven't got a striker I mean that's Ned could have told me that this morning yeah Fairly. did he tell me about steak he was not the, and not, not, the, not the sponsor of Everton I thought you was coming up. Ned was breaking stuff there, oh, though, what? No. New sponsor? I, I heard he broke something over the weekend. Oh, well, yeah. A hip. Mm. What? There you go. <laughs> Don't talk. You haven't got your mic on. Make sure you uh, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Right, we are going to end now. We will be on more than a game at 2.15 discussing other stuff. Football stuff. Other football, football stuff. Other football General stuff, football yeah. Stuff. General, not, not Everton. You know, well, I mean, if 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 more news breaks about Everton, then we will, and you know, we will, we will do it. But uh, yeah, so get yourself over to more than a game channel mm. at quarter past two, and join us for some more football chat. More football chat. Do Who it. Doesn't want more football. Exactly, just general football just chat. General football. And chat. all it'll cost you is a like That's or, it. or a sub. Or a sub. That's it. That's easy. Get yourself a nice drink and get over there. Take it easy. See you in a bit.